Okay. You, you'll see my screen, those of you online, but I'm not really showing anything, but it's being recorded. So David asked the questions, what's the status with uh, stem cells? Well, I, I've really been disappointed uh, with stem cells. It's not the magic bullet that people expect it to be. I hear this all the time from patients, you know, stem cells will regain my vision help me grow a new retina, help me grow a new optic nerve. Um, you know, we have uh, stem cells in our body and stem cells are responsible for any regeneration or healing. So, um, my approach is that I think if we can do things to stimulate your own stem cells, your body will heal in a more natural way. Uh, sometimes stem cells are beneficial. You know, I've injected stem cells in the back of the eye. I've given them IV. It kind of can act as a booster for regeneration. But I really haven't seen the magical miracles. I mean, I have had some patients who have had stem cells to, you know, gain some vision. Uh, but I think that the results that I see are much better with the microcurrent because microcurrent, one of the things that microcurrent does, it stimulates your own stem cells. We've identified frequencies. There's a frequency called the uh, stem cell derivative factor. It's a frequency that will cause stem cells to replicate and not only replicate, but it, I think it can act as a homing device and by a homing device guiding the stem cells you know stem cells are circu circulating in your body so if we can get those stem cells to kind of hone in on a certain area like your retina so when you're doing microcurrent you're stimulating stem cell activity and it kind of acts as a homing device now this is probably the most important thing i'm going to say if you have stem cells, the analogy is a farmer, you can buy very expensive seeds. And if you have poor soil and no water and no sunlight, those stem cells or seeds are not gonna grow. You agree with me? So likewise in your yeah. body, if you have stem cells, but if you have poor nutrition, you're under stress, your body's toxic, you're not hydrated, the stem cells don't have a chance. So my approach is to do everything we can to um, have the right terrain, if you will, like the right terrain for a farmer when he plants his seeds. That's why I'm really big with good, healthy food, <clears throat> um, good hydration eliminating toxins. We know that heavy metals interfere with uh, regeneration. So microcurrent is stimulating the stem cells, but we can stimulate them till the cows come home. But if there isn't the proper terrain for them to grow and uh, replicate and do their thing, um, stem cell therapy is not going to be effective. So doctors are working, researchers are working on isolating uh, specific stem cells for the retina 
and uh, uh, there's a, a good friend of mine in Italy, in Milan, Dr. Limoli. And he's uh, really, so here's, here's the thing, David, if I inject stem cells in your body, or even inject them behind your eye, how do we know they're actually going to the retina or the optic nerve? Uh, so some retinal doctors, what they do is they actually operate, they go inside the eye and they inject stem cells right underneath the retina. But that's a really high risk operation. You can have a bleeding, hemorrhage, infection. Now, Dr. Limley, what he has done, which I think is really clever, and I've been to Milan and I've seen him operate and I learned his technique, he kind of peels back the hard shell of the eye. You know, the white part of the eyeball is called the sclera. He peels it back, makes a little flap, and he puts the stem cells in that flap. So then the stem cells are absorbed directly in the eye where they're needed. And I think that's a really br brilliant, innovative surgical technique. Um, and you can go, you can Google his name, Limoli. He's in Milan, Italy. But even, even then, I looked at his data. You know, his data is really not that impressive. It's not like he's taking eyes and completely regenerating them. But this is the interesting thing about Dr. Limoli. He's using microcurrent. Everybody who gets stem cell therapy will get microcurrent. He's not using my device. He has a European device, but it's the same principle, getting those stem cells to grow and replicate. So that's that's where we stand. Thank you. Well, so I think there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of hype with stem cells. And anytime I do stem cells, I want patients to have a realistic expectation. And I will not do stem cells on anybody unless they're using the microcurrent, unless they are starting some type of detoxification program. Uh, you know, or if they don't have good nutrition, if they're sick. It's not going to work. Okay, any other questions? Hello, who is this? Hey, Mark, how are you? Uh, where do you live? Okay, because I know there's certain parts of Arizona that has a lot of uranium in the soil. So it may be an environmental factor uh, and, and also your occupation. Are you involved any type uh, involved in any, you know, radioactive radioactive material in the past? Yeah, so you really have to look at 
uh, your environment. Well, it's probably in the water and um, also when the wind blows, it's in the dust that you breathe it. I know there's also a lot of arsenic. I mean, I don't live in Arizona anymore, but, you know, looking at the environment there, there's, there's a lot of arsenic too, uh, especially up around in the Sedona area. And maybe that's why all the people up in Sedona are so crazy. <laughs> it's... The arsenic and toxins are in the water. It's kind of a really far out new age place. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not really familiar. I'm not really familiar with uranium toxicity. And I'm not sure whether chelation would actually be helpful. I know that a lot of people are talking about iodine, iodine as uh, being something that absorbs the uh, radioactive material. So I'd have to do some research on that in terms of uranium toxicity. Yeah, it could be that the the, um, the specimen you sent were, was dilute. The creatinine has to do deal with the kidney function, and they look at the creatinine to determine um, the absolute value of the heavy metals in your body. So they have a mathematical formula that kind of factors those things in, looking at your creatinine and the heavy metals. Oh, no, 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 they factor the creatinine level in to calculating the heavy metals. That's why they look at the creatinine. So if your creatinine is really high, that means you have low kidney function. So the fact that your creatinine is low means that you have good kidney function, or like you said, maybe you were really hydrated at the time. Or maybe, maybe you miscalculated labeling. You know, when you send the specimen in, they want to know the time and the total volume of the solution. So you collect your urine over a six hour time period and you may have like one and a half liters. So if you made an error and said, I only have like half a liter, it's gonna be off. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, sometimes when you get like a really abnormal or a strange test, I haven't seen too many elevated uranium over the year. We may want to repeat the test. Now, the other thing we can do is uh, you did a urine challenge test, correct? 
you took you took the pills. Sometimes what we do is we just do a non-challenge test. A non-challenge test will tell us if you have any active exposure where you live. So if we repeat the test and you don't take the chelation substances, then if the uranium is high and the lead's high, that means you have active exposure. There's something in your water or something in the environment, in the soil. Yeah, definitely. Well, I like the detox program as not only is it going to remove the lead, and I'm not sure about the uranium. I think it will remove some uranium, but I'm not that knowledgeable with that. But, you know, the chelation therapy also opens up your blood vessels, helps improve circulation. In fact, uh, right before the call here, I, I did a rectal suppository of the detoximin. So I, I do the detoximin Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, along with the oral, because my lead is elevated. And uh, also, there's a strong family history of heart disease. So I want to make sure my arteries, you know, I'm not doing it for my eyes. I'm doing it for my overall health and circulation. That I'll talk. I'll talk with uh, Crystal today, and I'll I'll review your. Uh, what is your last name? Uh, spell that. Okay, I'm going to check your. We'll have an office. I'll be talking to Crystal and the, and the team at the office. And I'll take a look at it. But I think you may want to repeat a non-challenged urine test. That may be a good idea. Uh, a, a, a lot of doctors, what they do is they do both. They do the non-challenged, and then they do the challenged. I don't like to do that because it doubles the cost. And it's only when you get a peculiar uh, value that I like to do the non-challenge. And in your case, it may be a good idea to do the non-challenge. Right. Definitely beneficial. Okay. Uh, well, uh, the number one treatment is the IV chelation. That's what I like the best, but that's also the most expensive. It can run $100 to $200 an IV. You need maybe one IV a week, and you're going to need 40 50 maybe even 100 So it can be quite expensive. So what a lot of my patients do, and this is what I recommend, and it's what I do, is I do one IV a month. I do the detoximin three times a week. I do the uh, ocular detox every day. That's the, the capsules and the spectrum chelate. That's kind of my program every, every, uh, every day. 
And then I would suggest you, you get on that and then we recheck your numbers in six months. Okay, and I'll be talking to Crystal. I'll take a look at your results and if there's anything uh, different or unusual, uh, we'll get back to you on that. Okay, thank you. Hi, Dr. Okay. Kondrat, this is Deborah Williams. Deborah, how are you? I'm great, how are you? Uh, pretty good, and where are you calling from? I'm calling from Ohio. And okay, um, the great, the great I was the one who didn't want to take eye drops. Yes, yes. And I'm I'm back on the drops. And I, I didn't want to take the drops because they were making me dizzy. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm take I'm back on the drops. But my lead, my um, my. My um, heavy metal test came back, and it was really high in lead. Lead was off the chart, but the cadmium, mercury, and thallium was high as well. But I'm not sure. And I know cadmium, cadmium is in the chemtrails. Um, but the thallium, where is where would I be getting that from, and what is that? Uh, that could be in the water. There's some diagnostic material. Now, were you a smoker in the past? Yes, I did. I smoked for 33 years, and I quit well, 15 years ago. The cadmium and uh, mercury oh, and thallium okay. might be due to the tobacco smoke. Mm -hmm. And even though you quit 30 years ago, you know, the half-life of some of these heavy metals are 99 years. Mm -hmm. That means that half of the material yes. in your body will leave in 99 years. In other words, it's not going to leave by itself unless you plan to live for a 500, 600 years, it'll be gone. Mm. Oh, so I really okay. think that, well, I had you know, and mm. tobacco, tobacco smoke, uh, definitely an increased risk of arteriosclerosis, macular degeneration, cataracts. So I would highly recommend you get started on some type of a chelation program. Now, what is your pressure? You're yes, on I am. I'm getting ready. What is your, what's your eye pressure? Well, um, I, I go back to the doctor uh, in a few weeks. I think my appointment is this month. My appointment is this month, so I go back to the doctor. Uh, my pressure came down the last time I went. It, it was from 38 to 29 in the right, right yeah, eye, but 29, which is glaucoma. And then 29 is still high. We want to get it yeah. you know, below 20. Remember with glaucoma, <coughs> We want to keep the pressure at a normal level, and also we want to do everything we can to protect that optic nerve. Yes. So, you know, lowering the heavy metals, exercise, uh, proper hydration, um, you know, balancing your autonomic nervous system, positive affirmations, prayer, and of course. My wife and I, we pray for all of our patients, so you're on our prayer list at night. All right, thank you. Yeah, I do pray and I do do all that. 
Now, one thing I question I have, and I've been drinking this, this water. I mean, I've been staying hydrated. Um, I noticed that I'm having like a little rash around my eyes where I'm doing and around my, on my forehead. Is that from the um, micro machine? Uh, it could be. Now, let me ask you something. The washcloth that you're using. If there's some residual detergent in the washcloths, that can cause a rash or an eczema. See, microcurrent will carry uh, materials that are in the glove or on your face into your body. That's why it may be important to rinse the uh, uh, washcloths very thoroughly. And that's why I like essential oils. What I do is I put a couple drops of frankincense oil into the water that I soak my gloves. Because frankincense has a lot of medicinal value in terms of healing, regeneration, and restoring mm -hmm. DNA. I interviewed mm -hmm. a um, Puerto Rican right, and doctor, I was Dr. Marcel, uh, Dr. Marcel Vega on essential oils, and it blew my mind. He's a medical doctor who researched essential oils, and it, it just blew my mind the power that essential oils have. So we use them routinely in the office when we treat patients, the frankincense. Yes, and I'm familiar with frankincense. I've been using it for years, and I have been putting frankincense and myrrh on my gloves. I mean, on my um, washcloth. But like I said, make sure you rinse those gloves thoroughly because if you launder them with a caustic detergent like Tide or Cheer, and they're not rinsed properly. No, I don't use any of that. No. Okay, good. Now the rest. Yeah, I've been organic for years, Doctor Condry. I, I don't use. With the uh, on my forehead, though. Um, uh, unlikely, but uh, it's just a possibility. I have seen people that have an allergic uh, issue with the eye drops, and they develop a rash all around the eye. Mm -hmm. They look like a raccoon almost. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's just real. It, the skin is like real. It's kind of dry. It's just real dry. And it's on my, in the middle of my forehead also. And I was wondering if it was mm -hmm. the washcloth because I got them from Family Dollar. The real thin one. Well, you know what? Uh, take a, a picture of your face and send it to uh, Info at Healing the Eye, and I'll take a look at it. Okay. If I can get it. It may not. It's because it's not. It's just kind of dry to the touch you really can't see it that well but i'll try to take a picture and see okay um yeah yeah okay so i'm going to and also my, um, uh, I, I, i've, I've got to go out of town also dr conga uh yes and who's talking um this is vivian Allers. Vivian, Vivian Allers Vivian. from Michigan. Okay. I, and uh, I've been using the microcurrent machine for about three years. And about a year and a half ago, my right eye uh, detached. The, uh, the gel detached from the back of my eye. And so my vision is not good in that right eye. And I was told I'm at risk to have the left one detach. 
Um, and I'm wondering if there's anything you'd recommend to help that not happen in the left eye, because that's my good eye, and I'd like to be able well, to Well, you know, the vitreous jelly is, is very common. Uh, the longer you live, the greater risk of that vitreous jelly detaching. The rule of thumb is take your age, and that's the percent chance of having a vitreous detachment. So I'm 70. Uh, there's a 70% chance if you live to be 100, it's a 100% chance it's going to be detached. Normally, it doesn't cause a problem. But sometimes it can cause a tear of the retina or a bleed. So uh, we may want to change, if it's been three years, we may want to change uh, your microcurrent frequencies. You know, maybe change your program. Is there one that, that would help maintain the, yeah, and the, it detached, the retina did not detach, actually, and uh, well, see, that's a normal, my vision is not clear where yeah, see, that's a normal change in the eye, the vitreous jelly detaching. Now, the reason why the vision may not be clear is maybe you have a wrinkling of your retina or some other issue going on, that a vitreous detachment by itself should not cause a decrease in vision. So, so it's I may have to take cataract. a look at your records. I have cataract. Well, I may have to take a look at your eye records and give my opinion, but if it's been three okay. years and you haven't had your machine uh, tuned, and now we're able to uh, reprogram the machine online, which is kind of a remarkable development. It's phenomenal. Uh, I can put in different currents, change the uh, frequency, and update it for different problems. It's very easily. The only thing you need to do is you need special software and a cable connect your microcurrent machine. So the office can give you information on that. Okay. Um, all right. Um, is it a higher risk to have, you know, my regular eye doctor has been pushing me to have cataract surgery, but I I worried about having cataract surgery in the eye where the the gel is already detached. Is that make does that make it a more risky operation, or is, is that not an issue? No, not not really. But I, you know, I think that cataract surgery should only be done if you're visually limited. You know, the eye surgeons you get an early cataract and they want to operate. My feeling is if the cataract's right, right. Well, I, you're not able to function or you're limited, first I would try some alternative treatments, you know, getting rid of the lead. Yeah, I've been uh, used You know, everybody over the age of 50 has cataracts. I'm 70, I got cataracts in my eyes, and I'm sure I'm a eye surgeon would love to operate on me. But, you know, I'm able to function. Maybe my vision is a little weak at night, but it certainly doesn't merit me having surgery. Now, it'd be different if my vision declined and none of the alternative treatments helped, then I'd say, yeah, go for the operation. But 
cataract surgery should be the, the last, the last resort, not the first resort. Okay. Well, I've had the cataract. I've had the cataracts for a while. I'm 73. Um, I use Aquamed and Cineraria um, and the uh, microcurrent. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I manage. I can still drive. I, you know, I can function, but my vision is not clear in the in the right eye with the detachment but that could be from well the let me uh, let me take a look at your let me take a look at your uh, records you know send them in i'll take a look at them and give you my opinion all right i will do that thank you okay thank you Doctor, I'm still anxious to see you in your office. I don't know when that's going to happen. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. But I'll, I'll tell you what, the online has worked out really well. Now that we're able to reprogram machines, uh, that's kind of worked out really well. Dr. Conrad? Yes. I, my my most recent records have already been sent, so you have them for Vivian Allers. Okay, where did you send them? They, they sent the most recent exam. Well, uh, last uh, uh, June. Did you send them or did the eye doctor send them? The, the eye doctor's office sent them. Okay, well, sometimes that will take a while. I'll check with Crystal. But as soon as we get the records, I, I review them. Oh, there's a question here. Does microcurrent carry the Aquamed eye drops into the eye? And yes. So those of you that are using the Aquamed with your microcurrent, Put the aquamed drops in the eye, then do the microcurrent. That can help absorb the material. It'll help the, absorb the material into the eye. What is the best way to clean the silver glove? What do you, do you use a product in the water besides frankincense, or just rinse in water? Or well, no, the frankincense does not. Um, um, clean the gloves. Uh, what I recommend is using an organic detergent, maybe such as um, Bronner's solution. Uh, you know, and gently agitate them. Do not disconnect the snaps because if you repeatedly disconnect the snaps, that can weaken the connection. Okay. Yeah, I have Dr. Bronner's uh, lavender. Okay. Thank you. Okay.
there's a question here. 600 as the frequency for the lens. Well, 600 is one of many frequencies. So in your program, let's say program number one, you may have 30 to 40 different frequency pairs. It's not just one frequency. So every 20 to 30 seconds, we're shifting frequency pairs. So it's not like we're running 600 for your entire program. Many, many frequencies. And then two, one is the, for the tissue and one is for the pathology. So 600, I think there's 650, 670 is for the cataract, but that's just for the lens. So maybe we'll send in sclerosis, toxins, um, pathological frequencies. So whenever we do the microcurrent, we just don't send the tissue frequency. We also pair them with um, the pathology. And it's important to know that if your program's 30 minutes, it's not just one frequency. There's probably many 30 to 50 different frequency pairs in that one minute. Doctor, on uh, eye pressures, can you control eye pressure with uh, vitamins? It's really tough. I have not seen eye pressures. I mean, vitamin C can lower the pressure. And, um, but it usually doesn't lower it effectively. Now we have some frequencies that lower the pressure, but unfortunately, most of my patients who have glaucoma are already taking glaucoma eye drops. So the microcurrent does not lower the pressure any additional amount because the eye drops are lowering it. What the microcurrent does, it improves the circulation to the eye. It helps the eye regenerate. So it's helping in terms of the function of the optic nerve. Thank you. The sound is terrible coming through now. You can hear me or it's terrible? We've got a terrible squeal. squeal. Hmm. Anybody else hear it? Maybe close that window. I think there, there may be some noise outside or somebody cutting the grass outside. It's not a no, lawnmower, is, is it? This is here. Oh, also, everybody has an open line. So we're getting a lot of background noise uh, for, from everybody on this call. We have about 30 people on the call. So any background noise on any of the lines uh, will be coming across. Dr. Contra, do you recommend the Myers cocktail along with the detox the detoxin? Yeah, the Myers cocktail is a very effective way 
of getting a lot of essential nutrients in your body, vitamin C, and in particular, B-complex vitamins. Um, you know, I think 45 to 50% of the U.S. population has a methylation defect. And that means they're not able to detoxify uh, as readily as they should. And they need extra B-complex vitamins and folic acid. So in all my vitamin formulas, we have the B-complex vitamins and folic acid. But I like the Mars cocktail as a boost. If you have poor nutrition, you don't have a good, healthy, organic diet, that can cause a problem. Somebody poured a glass of orange juice. I heard it. <laughs> Do you recommend doing the Midas cocktail along with the detox program that you recommended? Oh, yeah. The suppository? If you can afford it. If you can afford it, because the Myers cocktail can be $175 or $200 in IV. It's 150 in Ohio, and I was I was wanting to get it done, but I didn't know if I should wait till after I do my detox or I could do it. At oh the no, same time. it's something you can do um, either before the detox or after or during. It doesn't matter. Okay, I would definitely do the Myers cocktail. This was. Yeah, this is Deborah Williams. I definitely want to get it, do the Myers cocktail. We have it here in Ohio. Uh, who's the doctor? I may know him that you work with. Well, it's, um, let's see here. I have to look it up. Um, they're located, uh, they have like three or two or three locations here in, in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Now, also, I'm always happy to talk to any of your doctors who are doing these IV therapies. I'm always interested in talking to them. So if they have any questions, they want to work with me, just have them call the office and we'll set up a mutual time that we can talk. Because you know how it is if you call a doctor's office, he's with patients, he's not going to talk to me. But if we set up a mutual time to talk about you, I'd be happy to do that. So any of you that are seeing a doctor, getting IVs, and you'd like to discuss your case, or you would like the doctor to discuss the case with me, uh, please set up that time. There's no charge for that. Uh, be more than happy to help any way I can. Just to educate them on what I think needs to be in the Myers cocktail, because we do have a special formula that we use. We call it our vision cocktail. It's a Myers cocktail uh, with some minor modification. And I'd be happy to give your doctor a copy of my formula. Oh, okay. Well, that, yeah, because the doctor said that they would um, work with you. So when I, I go, I'll just um, have them contact the office. Yeah, then we can set up a uh, mutual time. Okay. Uh, Dr. Condrat, this is uh, Vivian yes, Allers is again. Um, uh, Vivian Allers. Hi. Hi. My uh, glaucoma numbers have been creeping up. They're in the low 20s. 
and uh, I don't take anything for them. Um, would it help to add the glaucoma program to my microcurrent, or should uh, I start well, some a, kind of treatment? That's a good question. That's a good question. Number one, just because you have a pressure in the low 20s doesn't mean you have glaucoma. You can have a pressure of 25 and never develop glaucoma and never lose vision. On the other hand, you could have a pressure of 10 or even 5 and go blind from glaucoma. So glaucoma is more than just pressure. So we don't just treat pressure. So your pressure of 21 or 22 may be normal. But have to look at your visual fields, pictures of your eye, and other factors. Okay. My optic nerve is still healthy according to the last exam. But and what do you mean I notice each time that when they do the uh, dilation and look at my optic nerve, they they well just said looking it was healthy. At the I'm diabetic. Just looking at the optic nerve with a, a light is you really need to get a test called um, ocular coherence tomography, OCT. It's a special diagnostic test which actually measures the nerve fiber layer, NFL nerve fiber layer. And that's the most accurate way of determining if you have a healthy optic nerve. It's called the nerve fiber layer. And if you go to your ophthalmologist or optometrist, most of them will do that test. But even for me, and I have a lot of experience, if I look in your eye with a light, I can't determine uh, the thickness of the nerve fiber layer. I can maybe tell if you have advanced glaucoma, but so it, it's important to get that test done. Okay, I'll schedule it with my next exam. Thank you. It's called the nerve fiber layer. You can send it to me and I'd be happy to take a look at it. But that's probably the most important okay, test I'll, we can do. I'll do that. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, who is this? Uh, hi, Ken. Well, there's an infinite number of options. Uh, one thing we do, I'd have to evaluate. I'd have to evaluate your situation and uh, see what's going on. I mean, it could be something as simple as just changing the current. Or we may want to add one or two more frequencies. Now, part of my research, as many of you know, I'm back in school. I'm getting my master's in electrical engineering, which I'll tell you is no picnic. <laughs> my wife tells me, why are you studying so much? What are you doing? <laughs> My head is spinning. I have a lot more respect for electrical engineers. But I'm working now with Ming Wu, uh, who's the engineer that developed the InspiStar machine. And we're looking at 
some new and exciting uh, changes in delivering the microcurrent. And so far, some of my preliminary testing has shown an improvement. So what I usually do is, let's say that I would change a, your eye program, Ken. I may set up two or three eye programs, and you would do one each week, and you would tell me which one you like better. Kind of like when you go to the eye doctor, which is better, number one or number two? Number one or number two. So I would not, yeah, I would not eliminate, I would not like eliminate your current eye program. I would make a new one. And hopefully you'll tell me, hey, Dr. Condrat, whatever you did, I like that program better. And then you're probably going to talk me into, hey, can you do another one? <laughs> so, but I don't mind because that's the way we find out that's the way we find out what is the best frequency and program for you. Well, that's what, you know, I, uh, People can have success with just one. Uh, uh, so normally, uh, it, it's based on the evaluation. Uh, you know, the microcurrent is more specific for the physical pathology. The homeopathic remedy is more specific for the mental emotional state. Of course, the mental and emotional state control the physical. So if we can reduce anxiety, uh, stress, give you a better feeling of well-being. I mean, I love it when I hear from a patient, Dr. Kondrat, I've never felt better in my life. Something has changed. I just feel good about myself. That kind of brings music to my ears when I hear that. Because when you have a disharmony in your body, you have the disharmony in your eye and also other parts of your body. You may have hypertension, you may have digestive problems, maybe anxiety, trouble sleeping. All these factors make up a disharmonious state. And homeopathy tries to bring your body back into a harmonious state, bring the body back into balance. Um, I think one treatment can be effective. I, I don't think you need the Myers cocktail, you know, every month. Um, I think it depends on your nutrition, your diet, uh, your constitutional state, and the amount of stress. You know, if you have, if you're eating a really healthy, uh, raw, organic diet, and you're exercising, drinking good water, you may not even need a Myers cocktail. But then again, if you have progressive visual loss, you have advanced macular degeneration, your optic nerve is dying from glaucoma, you need all the help you can get. And the Myers cocktail may be extremely beneficial.
Oh, no, you can do them anytime. Oh, you can do them during the day. You can do them anytime. Mm, I don't think so. Whenever, whenever you can get it in. I like to do it in the morning because that's when I have my bowel movement and my colon is empty. And so I do it in the morning. Plus, I go to bed early. Um, so it just works into my schedule better. Yeah, I think because the iodine has a similar, a similar anatomical structure to the uranium, it's a large molecule. So that's one of the reasons why. Right. Thanks for your comment. A question? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, because you've been doing you've been doing the microcurrent since December. So you've been doing it for three months and yeah, well it's important that you can continue to keep your normally scheduled eye exams. That's the only way we're gonna know if the if the treatment's effective, especially with your pressure. It's, oh no, it's, no, it's, it's been recorded. So I'm going to send everybody uh, uh, a copy of the recording. Because we only have about five more minutes left in the meeting. So I don't want to repeat anything uh, that I already. Uh, what do you mean by the cold laser?
Yeah, well, the red infrared light can be very beneficial. It's called the delta laser, uh, and it can be very beneficial. The delta laser, it's red infrared light. In addition to the red infrared light, it also has magnetic energy, ultrasound, and syntonic light. So there's four modalities in one. Okay. Oh, Adam, you have a lot of questions here. Uh, let me go through them quickly. Uh, what are the chances of improving macular degeneration in a 91-year-old? Uh, it depends on how advanced the macular degeneration is. I've treated people in their hundreds with good results. So it depends on a lot of factors. Um, Usually what we do is, let's say somebody has cataract, glaucoma, and macular degeneration. We'll put, we'll put all three programs into their eye machine. But we don't want to put uh, arthritis and your eye program together because it's location specific. And this idea of the vision uh, more vivid colors with uh, meditation, uh, that I'm not familiar with, but it may be a factor of the microcurrent, improving circulation, and uh, balancing the autonomic nervous system. And I do think that certain frequencies may improve our level of consciousness. You know, it helps uh, get rid of all the bad vibration and the chatter in our body. Uh, much like a homeopathic remedy, get rid of the chatter, the static that is uh, preventing us from functioning to our full capacity. And actually, we have a lot of microcurrent frequencies uh, specific for body chakras. Uh, you know, there's a lot of other frequencies, and we usually put those in the machine, too. Okay, this is going to have to be the last question. Somebody have one? Yeah, well, definitely, uh, definitely get a second opinion. What do you mean by radical procedures? Yeah, well, some surgeons uh, are very aggressive, and I don't think that's the way to go. I'm not totally against surgery. Sometimes it's necessary, but I always believe that you should embrace uh, conservative alternative treatments, try to treat the underlying cause of the eye problem, maybe strengthen your body, treat the mental and emotional aspect of the disease. And that's a way to achieve health. If you don't treat those underlying problems, then there is no quick fix with surgery. And of oftentimes it'll lead to a complication. Uh, but I'd be happy to double check your records, your most recent records, send them to me. 
and I'll take a look at them to see what's going on. Now it's different if your pressure is 35 and you're on three eye drops and it's not helping, I'd be the first one to say, yeah, get the shunt put in. There are some situations where I'll say, you got to get the surgery. Yeah, and send me the records and I'd be happy to review them. Uh, there's no charge for a record review. I'll just give you my opinion and let you know. Okay, well, I got to run. I want to thank everybody for the call. And remember, next uh, Wednesday, or not, the first Wednesday of April, we'll be having another uh, meeting. But in the meantime, if you do have any questions, just fire them to the office. I meet with the staff every day. Uh, often they can answer most of the questions. If not, I'll give them an answer. This has been recorded, so I'll be sending you a uh, all of you a copy of the recording. So thanks, everyone. Uh, stay healthy, okay?